Previously on Good Sex, Bad Sex. It's a family time traditionally, Christmas, isn't it? And you mm. spend more time with your partner then over Christmas than you would do at any other time of the year. So therefore it follows that when you spend quality time with your partner, then it's if there are cracks in the relationship, then they're going to come out. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like having a donut, but with a bigger hole. <laughs> oh, why, why did that happen? <laughs> My name is BB Lynch. And I'm Miranda Kane. And please do check out our blogs at metro.co.uk. And this week we are back chatting to friend Osho, Alex Fox. I'm a journalist and broadcaster specialising in sexual education and I'm here to help you with your... Figgy pudding and friggy pounding. Yay! Friendo show, Alex Fox. Cheers, my dears. Hello. Alex uh, Fox rhymes with cocks, <laughs> conveniently enough. No. Yeah. No. And knee no. socks. No. Pop socks. Open box. Pop socks. Stop it, because this is Christmas, sure. Very, yeah, there's still children. hard knocks. Oh, my God, she's still doing it. Sorry. And Miranda, she's still saying it. We're going we're gonna to be talking about the Christmas gifts that yeah. you can get for you, yourself, you and your partner. Your granny. Your granny. Yeah, why not? It's 2018. Fuck it. Anything goes. We've got fucking President Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe your neighbour. If they're neighbor. anything like my neighbour, then they have been long-suffering this year, the oh. results of my rather loud and proud sex life. So perhaps oh. I should get them something in turn to uh, increase their pleasure beyond or measure. Or or earplugs, yeah. <laughs> Butt plugs and earplugs. That's beautiful. A, a powerful combo. There's the book. Yeah. <laughs> but it's basically sex toys for Christmas. Yeah. Yay! Yay! Now, I have interpreted this theme off-piste. Mm-hmm. Oh. Off-piste with my peens and vagines. Okay. And I have in, I've, I've just done some... Um, some general genital presence, if that's okay. Thought outside the box. Yeah, exactly. Nice. It's not all just festivity <laughs> for your oh. foof. Yeah. Um, there's, there's some sort of, like, more... Or menstrual Christmas products, oh, if that's okay. Oh, yeah, go for it. Do you it. want to kick off with that, in yeah. fact? Yeah. Well, have you heard of a, a charity, a charitable project called Bloody Good Period? Oh, I have not. No, tell us about it. Tell me. Well, there's lots of people in the UK and beyond who suffer from period poverty. Mm. They cannot afford the menstrual products they need every month. Uh, this means that young girls often stay away from school because they're worried about bleeding all over the place in the middle of their lessons. Um, it stops people from holding down jobs and generally going about their daily lives in a way that uh, most of us have the liberty to do. This is particularly a problem for people who are refugees and asylum seekers Mm. who come to this country with the less than the bare minimum of what they need to be healthy and happy. Um, And a lot of them don't have access to uh, hygienic sanitary products that they need. So Bloody Good Period is an incentive set up by an incredible woman called Gabby Edlin uh, that aims to help those people um, and also give them access to uh, other hygiene products that they might need, uh, information and, and generally... Give a good sense of community, I think, as well. It's not just about sticking something in your knickers or yeah. up your muff once a month. It's about having someone to talk to who understands uh, and is compassionate about your situation. Mm. Um, Bloody Good Period have all sorts of um, incentives that they're running. But at the moment, because it is the festive period, they <laughs> oh, are... Oh, we all want to say it. Hashtag... Flow, ho, ho. 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 <laughs> 
Um, you can stuff a stocking full of menstrual products for somebody. Oh. You don't. You can either buy a canvas stocking from them, stuff it yourself, and send it to their depot. They've got a massive storage unit where they keep all sorts of um, menstrual cups and sanitary towels and um, and tampons, whatnot, uh, or. Just to make things really easy for you, you can go on their website and pay anywhere from, I think it's 8 45 to about £17 for a light, medium or heavy stocking. Oh. <laughs> or you can sponsor someone for the year it's, and make a monthly donation to help their, their monthly time. It's Get such a, a brilliant idea, but also how hideous that we need to do that. Yeah, yeah. It's just terrible, isn't it? Because also, like, homeless people... Yeah. Oh. And, and also, you're not just talking about sanitary projects, but, but, but knickers. Yeah. Your basic underwear. Yeah. Because uh, that's what crisis uh, are always looking for. They're always looking for, for women's underwear because yeah. they just don't have yeah. it. So... That's um, a brilliant idea. So what we have, uh, just to describe it for you, is it's a big stocking, uh, but it's... It, yeah, it's about the size of a... I was going to say baby's arm, but that's something different, isn't it? <laughs> but, oh, my God, Miranda. Something about... What babies are you having? Jesus, baby Miranda, Jesus. Yeah. Look, it's the Christmas special. Um, so, uh, this is, um, yeah, it's a lovely stocking. And so, that, so if someone wanted to buy that one for someone, that would be £8.95 to £17. You, you can go on their website, pay between £8.45 and £17. They will stuff it for you. Oh. If you're really stuck on what to get, say, your colleagues or your pals, um, or, or you don't want to pay a fortune for postage for parcels, this is a really good way yeah. of doing something that's quite entertaining and fun whilst also raising, raising yeah. funds yeah. and raising awareness yeah. of a really good cause. Bloody brilliant. Um, and in Stuffing Mine, I have added something to it, which is um, the Intermina Lily One Cup. Have you heard of this brand? of menstrual cups no now a lot of people ask gabby why don't bloody good period just give everybody in need a menstrual cup because they last about 20 years you could just wash it out under the tap and uh, then they won't need uh, disposable menstrual products over and over again uh, the issue is that uh, some people cannot use menstrual cups they don't feel comfortable with putting their hands inside their body or they they haven't found one that fits comfortably for them yeah. uh, they might be from a religion or a culture where that is frowned upon or yeah. if they haven't had penetrative sex they might feel uncomfortable about using anything that goes inside their vagina there's lots of reasons why menstrual cups are a wonderful invention but they're not for everybody and Gabby has to feel that question a lot so I'm <laughs> fielding it for her um, but if you are a menstrual cup user or someone in your family or a girlfriend expresses an interest in that kind of thing to you um, and they're about they're between depending on what you get between about 20 and 40 pounds sometimes menstrual cups so yeah. um, it's a great present for someone who's maybe a student or something like that. Um, this one, the Lily one, is perfect for someone who hasn't used one before. Um, it actually is collapsible and it fits in this little pod that's about the size of, say, a lip balm tin. Oh, yeah. So you can keep it in your handbag really easily and really cleanly. And then if Aunt Flo pops up when you're not expecting her, then you're good to go. Um, and it's got a little hooky loop on the end that makes it easier to come out. And have either of you tried a menstrual cup? No. Before? And I was no. Just like, what if the, what if your cup floweth over? <laughs> My, I just, I just oh, really. This one is designed for uh, light to heavy flow. You can get different sizes yeah. that either suit different flows or different body types because people tend to be arranged a little bit differently inside if they're a bit older or if they've had a baby. And yeah. actually, everybody's cervixes um, tend to be at slightly different angles of dangle mm. and whatnot. Yeah. 
This one as well is it doesn't tend to suction onto your uterus as hard as some of us do. Yeah. I tried a moon cup in the early days when menstrual cups were still fairly new kids on the block. Um, and I hadn't had any kids on the block. And I think one of the problems that I had was that I uh, I bought the wrong size. I bought on the, I went on age because uh, I was in my 30s rather than the fact that I wasn't uh, a biological mother. Um, and I think I made the wrong decision. But also some of the early model menstrual cups, because they work by creating a seal against the uterus so they don't leak, as you yeah. asked, Bibi, um, they can be quite difficult to get out. And I was tugging and lugging on this thing and it was it had the power of Mario and Luigi's plunger. <laughs> it was... <laughs> It was like a Dyson attached to my downstairs. And honestly, it took me a lot of effort to get it in there and wiggle it around and get it in the right place. Getting it out was worse than putting it in. Oof. It looked like a budget remake of Carrie. It took me about a good 40 minutes oh. and I could feel it pulling my uterus oh. down. It was not nice. It was not I mean, nice. That's it. The, the picture you paint with your words. Oh. It's beautiful. <laughs> all sorts I could paint with my oh, fingers don't, after don't. that. Oh, horrible. Don't. Horrible. Shining all yeah, over It again. was. It was. <laughs> Nothing was shining in my bathroom after that. I had to have a deep cleanse. Um, but cups like this have tiny little holes around the top brim, yeah. uh, which makes breaking the seal easier to do oh. when you need to. Um, and this brand actually has a really interesting cup that I am going to give a go. It's called the Ziggy. I don't know whether it has anything to do with David Bowie or Stardust. <laughs> Who knows? I insist straight away that you apologise to the David Bowie estate. <laughs> you cannot talk about blinking. Yeah, okay. Well, um, as on. much as I bow down to Bowie, it is actually a really good invention as well because whereas most cups are sort of, they're conical. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're shaped like mini goblets. The Ziggy is more like a plate. Uh, it's like a shallow bowl. So you fold it up and it sits around the bottom of your cervix um, and collects blood that way. But because it's flat, it also means that you can have sex, penetrative sex, while it is in place. I mean, I don't know how well that might work if you were a really heavy bleeder. It might end up all looking a bit um, biblical. By the, yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> it's really naughty talking about David Bowie. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Can I make a labyrinth joke? No. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, look, what you just don't need in your period is a thin white duke. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm so stunned I can't even pun back. <laughs> There's a thin white stream of puke stop coming it. out of Phoebe so at angry. this wordplay. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Do it on the Osmonds. <laughs> Still, though, I think. Women buying their female friends or any menstruators products like the Intermina Cups yeah. for Christmas is a great way of breaking stigma and taboo. Yeah. Um, and because they're a little bit more pricey than your average roulette, um, it's a nice investment. Yeah. No, that's lovely. I've got, like, friends who are vegans and people who are lo looking a lot more after the environment now. And, yeah, I think they are. They, they definitely would be looking something more like that rather than just, like, things that are so disposable and mm. that are damaging to our environment. Yeah. I mean, if you aren't someone who does feel comfortable with wearing a menstrual cup or you just can't get one that works for you. And you can mm. wear those for about 10 to 12 hours, so you can get away with wearing them longer than a tampon. But if for whatever reason cups are not your cup of tea, yeah. you can get things like organic, unbleached cotton tampons now uh, and, uh, and sanitary towels that are designed to be more easy to biodegrade than plastic-backed ones. Mm. Um, also, have you heard of um, Thinks or Modibody? 
I don't know those brands. These are knickers that have a special um, absorbent gusset. God, what a combination of words that is. Mm. Um, All I want for Christmas is an absorbent gusset. (laughs) Yeah, they don't sound attractive, um, but they're actually brilliant. Um, I went to a a pop-up, again, this is an (laughs) unlikely combination of phraseology, Um, thinks one of these brands of menstrual pants did this pop-up in Beyond Retro, a cool vintage shop that also stocks lots of uh, recycled and um, upcycled clothing. Mm. Um, So they've got this eco pop-up at the moment. And I thought it was really revolutionary for a product designed for periods to sit alongside cool clothes. Again, it's really taboo-busting. And also it makes that idea of buying something practical for your pal to do with periods a lot more approachable. Yeah. Um, I have tried a pair of things, and, and admittedly, my period is lighter than a fairy's sneeze, so I am the ideal candidate for these things. <laughs> but I did a 10K run in a pair of things, and I didn't have to think about it. They're really good. Oh. A different product entirely, but also involving red liquid. Have you heard of Sloob? Sloob? What is this? Well, I am a big advocate for making sex more fun and more funny. Because I think some people get so distraught and and highly wrought about intercourse and about sex. They're anxious. They're worried about it being a performance. Mm. Um, they, They come in from a long day at work thinking, oh, God, this is another thing that I've got to prove myself in. And sex stops being a laugh. Uh, and, and ends up being a bit of a trial. Uh, and ironically, when you are thinking about how much you want sex to be perfect, that's the time when it's harder to make it good. Yeah. Um, so I think there's a lot of people in this world who could benefit from remembering that sex is supposed to be fun yeah. and it's okay to have but a giggle. You're doing it too fun because it's like you're doing it with the Baron Knights. <laughs> I, I'm, one for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you both. And also, <laughs> uh, but I mean, you don't have to be too funny, do you? I've had too many barren nights. That's why I do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the benefit in both. Um, my current partner is very good at taking me extremely seriously in bed, and I love that. No one has ever made me feel quite so believed in before. He's very good at creating a cinematic mood. Um, so I, I think it's a good thing to alternate between the two. Mm. Sometimes you should feel free to just laugh your head off while you're getting your rocks off. Other times, absolutely treat your partner seriously. And if you're both in the mood to sustain that kind of mood, then go for it. Mm. But I think when everyone is trying to make sex all the time, glossy and mm. glorious and perfect and, and performative, yeah. that's when it can become a strain. Yeah. Sloob. Sloob. Perfect present for someone who does want a giggle right. between the sheets, or rather, in the bathroom. It's a powder. If I shake it on mic, probably here. Ooh. It's a powder that you stir into a warm bathtub full of water, and it transforms the H2O into scented 
coloured lubricant. No. Perfectly fine to take the plug out and just let it go down the drain after you've um, after you've finished doing the do. But it makes you, you if you get in with your partner, it's warm. This particular variety is strawberry, so it smells smells beautiful of um, strawberry uh, daiquiri. strawberry daiquiri. Yeah. Two of my favourite words. You can get a pina colada <laughs> one, a black leather scented one if you're a bit more into BDSM. They do a green one as well, which Ooh. weirdly I quite like that. But I think we've discussed before my strange thing about mythical beasts and aliens. Yeah. yeah. So I like yeah. I like the weird fake yeah. sex slime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, basically you put your cock in a giant cocktail and you can uh, you can wrestle with your partner it makes you both very slippery and slidey it makes your skin super glossy so it can be as sensual and uh, indulgent as you like or it can be pure silliness is this good for my eczema I don't know what Does they say. Does it say, say my name on the back? Does it say BB's, BB's <laughs> all right? It is condom safe, so it's fine to use with latex and rubbers. Ooh. I don't know how it is with sensitive skin. Yeah. I imagine it's been tested to standard dermatological levels. What it's lubricant, idea. for God's sake. Like, yeah. how more sensitive can you be than your moo moo? Like, I think it's is... pretty body safe. They're a really responsible UK based company. Can I have a sniff? Uh, yeah, of course. Is that. They, the okay. only the only health warning that they do give is don't saying be it. very oh yeah don't guzzle it <laughs> don't drink it Miranda <laughs> but oh. also do be careful when you enter and exit the bathtub because it makes everything super slippery so you don't want to <laughs> and you get like, don't want to trip over and best um, sex you've ever had so you get well, two maybe. goes like you got there's two packets in here so that one's one a double packet, packet. that's oh. that's if you either want a couple of goes or Obviously, this isn't the right time of year for it, but you can fill a paddling pool with it. I've known that people have that at parties and it all gets a little bit X-rated. It's great oh, for wrestling. My, oh, we know someone who'd we like that. We know someone who'd love that. Oh, bit oh chicken boy action. Oh. I need to know more about chicken boy. <laughs> Is this like S&M meets KFC? <laughs> Wangs meet wings? Special recipe. Enjoy with us. We had an absolutely wonderful guest. We had um, uh, Pussy Willow, who's an yeah. erotic wrestler, and her slave, uh, Chicken Boy, come on the podcast. And Amazing. they both love, they would love this. Yeah. Yeah. I would love this. I'm smelling it. Have you smelled yeah. it? No, well, he can, smell. if he wants to get stuffed like a Christmas turkey, oh that would be God. ideal for yeah. Chicken Boy, wouldn't it? <laughs> Superb. Oh, there should be a cranberry sauce one. This is gorgeous. They really it? should do a festive version. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the idea. Now bring of this. me some friggy pudding. <laughs> <laughs> this could work excellently. Oh, I can't believe I could sit in a swimming pool full of lube. That is amazing. Well, while you're still in your <laughs> bathroom, you. uh, I've been sent a wonderful thing by uh, my friends and yours, Love Honey. Oh. This is from the, the Sex in the Shower range. Mm. And this these are handcuffs that have really strong suction cups on them. So they combine bondage with bathroom play. And I think these are... Wow. Yeah, it's a really good innovation, isn't it? It's a really simple combo of two factors, but I think these have got a lot of potential. Yes. So you could... Stick what's the your material. What's, what's it? What's like a little velcro? It's Those vel are... they're velcro, velcro, so they're easy in and out. You're not messing about with um, any kind of metal yeah. in the shower. There's no um, keys or locks or anything like that. They're, they're very easy to get on and off if washable. there's an emergency washable. or if you change your mind. Yeah, washable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you can stick them on tiles or on um, shower doors. You know, if there's a cubicle door. And they um, look like they are heavy-duty They're pretty heavy-duty. Like yeah. They're not like the little novelty ones for anyone. Like, these are proper 
Yeah. They've probably got what more strength than a suction c- than a menstrual cup, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a test all, off. Can yeah. we combine this all together? God's sake. Do you know what? I bet there's someone out there who is attaching weights to their menstrual cup as some kind of weird circus act. But more power to <laughs> them Honestly, and their beauterous. too sober for this. <laughs> but what you could do... If your partner was into S&M or any kind of bondage, you could attach them to the wall and then use Leave your shower. <laughs> you could use your shower <laughs> attachment, hot and cold. Um, you can get all sorts of other vibrators and stuff that are waterproof these days. <gasps> Have you seen... There's one I got sent recently that is designed a lot like a rabbit. It's that classic rampant rabbit shape. But rather than the clit stimulator vibrating, mm. it hooks up to your shower hose and it jets a stream of water at your bits. No. So it combines what, for many people, is their first experience of yeah. masturbating with something other than their hands, that yeah. shower head, yeah. with an internal vibrating part. I'm dying to try it. You must try it. Why haven't you tried it? My water bill's going to be through I'm... the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking it's Thames water, Thames water. <laughs> well, je Thames. Yes. I love that. So that's Sex in the Shower by Love Honey. Yes, and Love Honey actually sent me something else today, uh, which I haven't tried yet, so I can't speak to it's, why aren't they sending us stuff we've given them so many plugs I am gonna... <laughs> this is in no way uh i've just opened the box that they sent me and i've clearly just bunged a load of stuff from my office in the same place i've also had a christmas card from the ambassador of afghanistan who's oh. a friend of mine he is in no way connected <laughs> <laughs> so, let me see the card did he give you a voucher oh my God, it's actually from the embassy <laughs> I am weirdly very good friends with the ambassadors of both Afghanistan and Norway. Um, Have they sent you a book voucher or anything? Just about anything? No, he's got. I'm sure Saeed would laugh if he heard this. Perhaps we we don't associate uh, Mr. Jawal in public with with two different flavoured lubricants. uh, Love Honey have also got a, a range of festive lubes. Chocolate orange. Delicious. It's oh. not Terry's, it's mine. Yeah. Um, and gin and tonic one as well. Thank you right. so much. G&T, S&M. G&T, may I? Okay. Yeah, go smell. for it. You, I think you should taste it, Miranda. Can I? Are yeah. they edible? Yeah. No. Stick a little, stick a little bit on your finger okay. and tell me how it compares to a chocolate orange segment. Okay. Let's so now you can tap and unwrap and then get tapped. <gasps> oh, that does. I'm going in for a second go because that does taste. Yeah, that does taste like chocolate orange. Does it? I'm going to taste this. Have you told my... Did you hear what this one was? That was gin and tonic. Oh, you guessed it. Okay, let me taste. Quim and tonic. <laughs> oh, my God. I was tasting and you've ruined... Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, delicious. Oh. It's delicious. It tastes it like... Good? It's all right, actually. It's a nice little bit of lemon. I um, think that's... Yeah. I would prefer slim lime because, you know... Quimline. Well, stop it. Stop it. Tell us to stop it. (laughs) While we're talking lubes, again, I think a little bottle of lube makes a really good stocking filler. Because it Um, suits everyone. Like, blokes need it and women need it. People with a penis who don't like their penis. Everyone everyone loves a bit of lube. people get offended if you suggest lube? Because the implication is they haven't turned you on enough. They shouldn't Mm, do. No. At least because wetness is not necessarily an indicator of the degree to which you're turned on. 
if you're taking certain medications, ironically, the contraceptive pill and other forms of hormonal contraception, um, there's loads of meds which can make your down belows a little bit more Saharan. Um, SSRIs can do that sometimes, antidepressants. If you're going through the menopause, um, if you're taking antihistamines, they can do that. Well, they're designed to dry out your mucous oh. membranes to stop your nose running, but they can stop your down belows running as well. There's lots of reasons why you might be dry. Yeah. And also, we all know that if you're worried about it, then it's not likely to happen even more. Yeah. So lube is a, a brilliant thing. Plus, just for, if you're going to have any kind of anal play, bums don't make moisture. Yeah. If they are, then it's generally sweat or poo, so you don't really want an <laughs> excess again, of either of those things. the most... Yeah. <laughs> Festive Delightful. of, yeah. of um, images. What what are the lube rules? Are there rules around lube? Uh, some people say you shouldn't use silicone-based lubricants with silicone toys. That's not strictly true. Lots of people say it because it's a good general rule. In fact, if you have a very high-grade silicone lube, a decent one, mm. and you're using a medical-grade silicone toy, they will usually get along fine with each other. Um, but some other forms of silicone don't play well together. They're not friends. And silicone lubes can cause certain silicone toys to erode. The problem is more pronounced with cheap toys which say that they're silicone when, in fact, they're made of another form of plastic or jelly. Um, but I don't think they're great anyway, to be yeah. honest. They tend to be more porous, harder to clean, not so body safe. Um, but I, I'm also aware that higher quality toys often cost more money. Um, so it's, it's, it's a good general rule, don't put silicone with silicone. But if because silicone lubes last that much longer and some people prefer that extra glide to their ride. If you do your homework, you may find that your fave toys and your fave lubes are a-okay. Um, how do we feel about flavoured lubes? Because they can be quite political, right? Yeah, because they, there's like the, the, the first hint of flavour, but then afterwards you're just hit with a smack of chemical. So like the, the chocolate orange one I quite like because I didn't get that sort of luby flavour anyway yeah doesn't taste but, like soap suds yeah afterwards. exactly exactly so some <sighs> people say that flavoured lubes are designed to cover up the natural smells and tastes of bodies mm. and thus they promote shame uh, I don't necessarily agree with that I just think they're a bit fun I that's, think they're a bit a, of fun I think stretch, if you're gonna if you're gonna look at a, a bottle of flavoured lube then for a bit of sexy time then, oh, mate. I think on. they can ring the changes. Yeah. And although nobody should ever be worried about their own natural body odour, so long as you are clean and you don't have an infection, then it's very natural for your bits to have their own special musk. Yeah. And that goes for men as well as women or yeah. anybody with genitals. Um, I, I, I do think, though, some people are a bit nervous about that especially at different points in their cycle or if you know if you're at a festival or whatnot and you've been dancing all day or you're out camping or, or for whatever reason yeah you feel like you want to get jiggy but your bits might not be fresh as a daisy <laughs> flavored lube is a really polite way of dealing with that <laughs> <laughs> and while we're talking flavored lubes one of my favourites, which you can get on Amazon, I think. It's a, it's a US brand, but it is so good, it's worth hunting down. It's called Wicked Sensuals. Mm. This one is Cherry Cordial. I think it tastes like 
sexy cow pole. <laughs> <laughs> Great for role play. Oh. <laughs> if you're into like littles and daddies. Oh, yeah. Oh, or any Bowie kind of medical and things. Babies, yeah. Okay, <laughs> this is fine. This is fine. Bowie, baby in the NHS. Yeah, there you go. Um, they also do a really good um, cinnamon bun one. Oh. So you can actually make your bum taste of buns. It's Ooh. really good. It smells like Cinnabon. It's <laughs> so great. It's so luscious that I use it on my own because I feel like I'm having a luxury biscuit-based experience. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, short of fondling myself with chocolate eclair. It's, it's a good, it's a oh, good one. Oh, do you want a biscuit? <laughs> oh, thanks. I'll have a jammy dodger. <laughs> How appropriate. <laughs> now, you'll notice that I got that bottle of lube out of this box. Oh, it's a lovely... Isn't it just? Very pretty peachy box. Which peachy. says on it, has embossed the sway. And mm. look at the lovely packaging inside. Yeah. Very nice. Nice. paper with a really i think this looks really modern and yeah. design led the sway is a new subscription sex box <gasps> um it costs let me just check i think it's yeah, 35 pounds every other month or 200 pounds for the year mm. so it could either be a big treat or you could buy it a one-off or one or two for your partner um it is unlike any subscription box I've seen before. And there's been a few that people have tried to get started in the UK. The problem with uh, a box that goes out to lots of people is that different people have different sexual tastes and different mm. levels of experience. So filling a monthly box with something that's going to please everybody is actually mm. quite a tall order. The sway are better than anything I've seen before. Um, they're... It, they're they were founded by two fairly young women who have backgrounds in graphic design and marketing. And it really, really shows everything looks gorgeous. It looks modern. You don't feel like you're getting a carton of a load of crap that was at the end of a production line or that yeah. someone's managed to buy in bulk and is just palming off on people who... Who um, who have subscribed to their service? Yeah, because that's something that a lot of like subscription boxes will do. Where it's like the end of line stuff. Yeah, or it's what it feels like shit cracker jokes. Yeah, you know? it, but you yeah. This is they've worked really hard to find beautiful, often European brands that are otherwise quite difficult to find in the in Britain. Oh, um, there is one brand called, I think it's 210th, who makes stunning, really beautifully scented massage oils, lotions and uh, uh, massage candles, which are made out of um, a special form of wax that melts at a lower temperature than normal. So you can drizzle it all over your partner and give them that warm sensation Ooh, that without nice. actually like burning their buttocks off. Yeah. No one wants third degree burns from Not on getting boffed. No, no, no. <laughs> um, they've also put in things like Uber Lube, which is a brilliant silicone based lubricant. Again, in beautiful, well designed travel bottles, it looks like a perfume. Mm. And each box has some kind of theme. They did one a little while ago that was uh, based on beginners entry-level bondage they did one that was massage and both of the girls are in long-term relationships and the, they designed the boxes for people who were very happy with their partners and their sex lives but wanted a really organic way of trying and to suggesting something new that didn't feel awkward and forced oh that sounds like a lovely like subscription thing that you can get for your partner for both you for both of you to enjoy um, not just for Christmas, but like newlyweds or something like that. It would make a great wedding gift yeah. or a birthday present for someone. Yeah. They're thinking about doing boxes for single women, for um, 
for people who have just had babies as well and are trying to get back into the swing of doing the dingling. Yeah. Um, but who want to approach that perhaps with a more sensual attitude. Mm. Um, as well as just products, the boxes also come with really beautiful little magazine. Again, the design side of it is just gorgeous. It's classy and modern. It doesn't feel tacky and grubby. Yeah. Grubby and rubby. In, in each magazine, they go through all the, all the products and stuff, but they give you ideas of what to do with them. And there are little cards that you can use with your partner that give you multiple options. So your partner can choose, oh, I would like to touch you with this or I would like you to touch me with this. See, what I love about mm. this is because when, when we've spoken um, with experts, as we often do, um, the talking to your partner thing comes up all the time, doesn't yeah. it? Which can be tricky. This is a great way of getting some communication going without yeah. that sit down, darling. Yeah. I've got something to tell you. It or, makes it yeah. really fun, really accessible. I find subscription boxes very, very useful for couples who want to try something new but don't really know what it is they want until yeah. they explore. They don't want to invest a fortune in just one toy. You know, they, they want a box of lots of different things. Um, or they want an excuse to try something without directly naming that desire to their partner oh. because they think that's quite high risk. Saying, I want you to tie me up and spank me can be quite difficult if you're worried that if your partner has a bad reaction, then it will spoil a brilliant relationship. That shouldn't be the case, but it is the reality for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Having a box just happen to arrive that you've subscribed to <laughs> that just happens to have one or two things in it of that nature is a lot more of a natural way of that coming about without you having to be so direct so about it if you're not that kind of person. Like so what do you do? Can you do you is it is it like a lucky dip or do you specify the odd thing or how does it work? This one I believe you can see what's in the boxes every month before you order them. So you can order them as a one-off uh, or you can get a subscription for the year and you won't know what's in them. Ah. Um, I have to say, I've had three boxes so far. I'm sort of beta testing it with, with the girls. Uh, they're going to have a, they're going to do a harder launch. So more people will know about it soon. I've been so impressed and we've spoken before about quite how many sex toys I have. <laughs> it's problematic. Yeah. They're starting to, like, <laughs> poke out the windows. <laughs> There's not been a single thing in any of the boxes where I've thought, oh, that's naff. I quite like it as a as a, a lucky dip because sometimes you just don't know you want to try something until you've got it in your hands, you know. And but I can see what the benefit would be of like, oh, I'd like to try this, I'd like to try that, I'd like to try that. But again, that's when you're difficult talking to the partner of like, do you yeah. want to try handcuffs? Yeah. Should we try handcuffs? Whereas if they're just in there, it's like, oh, oh here we go, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, it's a, it'd be interesting to see what they do with that. But I quite like the lucky dip option. If you were someone looking to spice up your love life who was also struggling to make time to do that, mm. this would be a good op option too because it arriving every other month is quite low pressure, yeah. isn't yeah. it? I think maybe if it was ev every month and you were busy with your family and your job or, or trying to re-establish a sexual relationship after becoming a new mum and dad or new mum and mum uh, or new dad and dad or whatever, I think they've got some boxes designed for same gender couples in the in the in the new year um i have to check that with them and what they called again the sway very nice the sway 
I think they're primarily designed for heterosexual people at the moment, although lots of the boxes that I've had come through have been quite gender neutral, to be Mm. honest. Um, Everyone loves a massage, don't they? Everyone's got skin. Yeah. But I, I, I just haven't seen anything quite this good in the UK before. There is a service in the US called Unbound, which is quite good, but this is the best by a long way for British stuff. Love it. But let's travel to another country, if you fancy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I've brought a couple of specials, one of which is so new to the UK that it's actually still written in Japanese because the UK versions are really hard to get your mitts on. Okay. We've spoken about Tenga before, right? Mm. Um, Did I ever tell you what Tenga actually means, the word? No. No. It's the name of this brand who specialise in... uh, masturbatory toys for people with penises um but it's actually a classical japanese noun that means righteously arranged and elegant oh, and it's perfect. yeah it's oh, quite beautiful isn't it how lovely you'd oh. usually use it to describe say a traditional dance or a kimono or something that had a lot of artistry to it and it's part of their company ethic that they want to stop sex toys being like wah, wah, oh, naughty end of the pier <laughs> you know and make them into more of a a beautiful object that has no shame attached to it, but which also has, a, again, a lot of thought has gone into the design, not only in terms of functionality and these things working really well, but they're not looking like disembodied genitals. Yeah. They look they look quite... I mean, do you want to describe this for me, well, Bibi? It's, it's um, a cylinder, but it's yeah. not a cylinder. It's a thing. It's a blue... Um, oh, three shell. Should I get it out of the packaging? Yeah, packaging. I'm just looking at lovely packaging. It looks lovely. It looks like um, an aftershave bottle. Yeah, it does actually. Yeah. I'm just unwrapping this now. Now, Tenga. Do, and is this for boys? This is for people. Yeah, this is for blokes. It's for people with penis. Penises. But it, if you have a hand, you can use it on someone else with the penis as well. You could use it as, um, with a partner. Um, Tenga. Tenga's price range goes from fairly accessible. 10 or a pop disposable toys, which officially are only supposed to use once. Um, in reality, you can rinse them out a good few times and have a couple of goes on them, but they're not designed to last. Okay. That makes them affordable and accessible. It does, however, have um, dire consequences for the environment if loads <laughs> of people are spaffing into a piece of silicone and then chucking it in the trash can. Mm. Right at the opposite end of the spectrum, they do reusable uh, toys that are very specially designed to be easy to wash and dry uh, and that vibrate and and heat up and all sorts of things. But you're talking £100 and upwards. And this one? This one, the spinner, is designed to be the best of both worlds. So it's about 30, 40 quid. Um, I think if you... I think if you go on my Instagram right now, you may be able to find a (laughs) discount code. Um... It isn't, it's not going to last you forever, but I think it generally lasts the average person about 20 to, I think it's 20 to 30 uses. I'll double check that. But what is You it? can have a lot of wanks with it. Okay, if I open it up, <gasps> you open up your cylindrical case, yeah. which, if I take the bottom off, also doubles as a stand so that once you've washed it, you can pop your toy in there and it dries it. Oh, my God. So it's a really clever design. But the toy itself comes with a little plastic case round it. It's a squidgy sausage shape, 
Um, it's hollow in the middle. It comes with a sachet of lube. But you, again, this is another way that the toy is quite versatile. If you add different lubricants to it, you'll get a different sensation. So warming, cooling. Uh, Tenga themselves make ones that have different levels of viscosity. So if you use one that's um, very, very thin, then you'll feel all the ridges inside the toy. If you use one that's a bit thicker, then it gives a slightly gentler Miranda experience. Miranda wants to ask if you can use deep heat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to just touch it. Touch like, it. This is, it's got little bubbles inside. So you, can you describe it for me? Okay, so the only way that I can describe it is like, if anyone's ever had one of those toys that you shake and it goes, a water wah, snake. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a water snake, doesn't it? It looks like one of those, but with a hole down the middle. So it's a hollow sausage, a hollow silicone sausage or silicone type material. I'm just sticking my finger in. I'm just fingering But it. if I put my finger in, it it creates like quite a nice little like vacuum. Like, now, so others, others, of the, others of the Tenga products... I want to go. Have a go. Others of the Tenga products do actually have uh, air valves on them so that you can change the degree of suction as well. Um, and the, there's another one that they do that has like a concertina on the top of it so you can bend the top round and it squeeze it. <laughs> can I smell it? Yeah, smell it. Go for it. Shouldn't smell of anything. No, it doesn't smell of anything. They're really good, Tenga, at not limiting male penile pleasure pleasure to just being thrusting in and out of something. So they make toys that move around on the top or vibrate around. And yeah. they're very innovative in that sense. And if I can just take that from no. you for a second, <laughs> uh, BB, sorry. Um, two ways this toy is different. You very astutely noticed that on the outside it said number three shell yeah. they come in different varieties where the silicone texture in the center is different um but also you can see that there's this spiral of um more rigid material running along the sides of the sausage <laughs> that's designed to stay in one place whereas the sausage the silicone sausage moves and it gives the effect that as you wank it spins around it naturally makes it rotate Wow. So it gives, not only is there an up and down motion, there's a natural roundy round motion without the need for any type of motor. I wish I had a penis. Well, I'm glad you've said that, Miranda, because Tenga also has a girl's (laughs) version. Could I have a drink? Is there any... (laughs) (laughs) It's like a, yeah, there's a dribble of Prosecco. Tenga, (laughs) Tenga's girl's version, their, their girl brand is called Eroa. And again, that has a meaning. It's actually the first three letters in a very famous Japanese poem, um, which is a it's a it's a pangram. It uses every single syllable of the Japanese classical alphabet, and because iroha are the first three syllables, it's the equivalent of A B C in yeah. English. Okay, and uh, iroha is sort of used like the like the A B C song would be over here. The idea is that they have gone back to basics and they are redesigning female toys in this eight, this new, like a, it's like a new alphabet of pleasure. And a lot of them are designed to be very accessible to people who are still learning the ABCs of their body. They don't know what works for them yet. So all these toys are, they don't look like phalluses. Again, they look like little bits of art. They're all so squidgy they feel like marshmallows well that one felt like a great stress reliever yeah Yeah. well let me get this one new out the box a lot of the aroa toys take their inspiration instead of like 
penises and gonads or whatnot. Uh, they are modelled on far more abstract things. There's one that was actually based on a ceremonial tea whisk. So, <sighs> so, so you can uh, wow, you can whip yourself up to a froth with that. Hey. This is the new one. This is called the Rin. It's battery powered, which again is Tenga's way of making this a bit more accessible cost-wise. Mm. Uh, great for the environment to have rechargeable toys, but the tech inside them does mean that they're a bit more uh, a bit more expensive. Um, this one hasn't got the batteries in it, but it, you can see how it would vibrate. Ooh. Miranda just squidged the top of it. Oh! Isn't it pleasing? So this looks like... Um, <laughs> so I would describe this as looking like an elongated... Um, porn from a chess set. Yeah, I think oh, it yeah. looks like a chess yeah, piece. Well yeah. Some so people say it looks like a, a really posh Alessi style salt or pepper yeah. mill. Yeah. It's like a column with a little ball on the top. And the ball is squidgy, but the column is hard. Uh, and then you, I'm assuming, like, when you twist the, the bottom, it that's vibrates. When the yeah, I've actually got happens. the batteries here, so I can get this one working oh, if yeah. you want. Yeah, let's give, it a, let's give it a whirl, shall we? Yeah. But it's designed so that you can insert it if you want to. You can also use it clitorally, but you could really use that all over the body. And yeah. I think it's quite unisex. Yeah. yeah. Just get these back. Because I can open. see that working like vaginally, anally. You'd have to be careful nipply. with it anally because it's not got a flared bottom. So if you put it up your bottom, there's a chance that if you push too hard, it could disappear. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, anything that happens. isn't... What's, <laughs> Japanese? What's Japanese for nurse? I fell on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a universal sound. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you... you I, I can't officially advise putting it up your bum. Because <laughs> if you stick that, if this comes from the la uh, yeah, land of the rising sun... Is that China water? Slightly flat. Slightly flat. <laughs> yeah, sorry, slightly don't flat, put it where not. the sun don't shine. <laughs> now, ladies, we have nattered and chattered quite a lot about Christmas presents, to the point where I think that uh, Christmas might almost be upon us. Yeah. yeah. So, shall I wrap it up Wait. with a condom wrap and wrapping paper-themed final tip? Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. A lot of what we've spoken about so far is stuff that you can only really get from sex shops. Yeah. But if you're running into Paper Chase at the last minute... And who isn't? For your Christmas wrapping paper, for your cards, for your stocking fillers, at the moment, they have a, a um, special range of stationery out with a guy called Philip Normal. And there's this brilliant, rainbow-coloured, very LGBTQ-friendly ruler that says size matters on it. Oh. I would argue that it doesn't, apart from <laughs> if you're talking about sex toys. Sex toys, yes. Shongs, no. But it also doubles as... Yeah. A lovely spanking <laughs> yeah. device. Yeah. And if you are someone who is dominant and your partner is submissive, or those are roles that you like to play sometimes, and you're running out of creative tasks to set them, where if they do them well, they get rewarded, and if they do them badly, they get punished, asking them to measure things around the room and perform <laughs> quick maths is a great task. I did that you with somebody. You have not done that with someone. I have done that with someone. It came in extremely handy when I then wanted to order IKEA furniture for that room because <laughs> I knew all the dimensions of it. I... I've also brought along this other ruler. Now, this is a bit more of a posh one. This one says measure the pleasure on and it's from Coco de Mer. Um, but <laughs> another addition that might go ni quite nicely with a ruler, which seems like an innocent parcel to put in someone's How much stocking. is the ruler? Sorry? I think it's about a fiver. Really? So that's a lovely, like, secret Santa... Yeah. kind of stocking filler. You can use it. 
you can use it in your workplace and you can use it for all your NSFW kinky twos and down twos. And I also, on a stationary tip, have this gorgeous sliding tatty divine pencil case that says fun stuff on it. It's a perfect fit for your condoms. And it means that you can put a variety of different ones in one box. So if if you need different sizes or different styles... Or if you're somebody who has casual partners, you don't need to uh, get a box out that's got one missing from it, which some people find a little bit embarrassing. (laughs) They shouldn't, but they do. Some of my fave condoms in here, uh, there's a brilliant company called One. You can get their stuff from Superdrug. And they do these condoms called Tantric Pleasures and Tattoo Touch. You've seen ribbed condoms, right? Yeah. Yeah. These are ribbed with tattoo-inspired, ink-inspired designs. Oh, wow. So they put fake tattoos, essentially, on a man's knob. I love that. And And they're great. If you're not a penis fan or you're on your own, you can put one over a favorite sex toy uh, to ring the changes or so rip the changes. One tattoo touch, yeah. tattooed with ribs. I'm guessing they do tattooed with dots. Uh, they're all they're tattooed with different tattoo-inspired designs. So some are tribal, some are like. Um, and they're from Superdrug. These are from Superdrug. They also do all sorts of different condoms with really cool designs on the circular packets. <sighs> and again, if you're somebody who is um, having casual sex and you find broaching the subject of using protection difficult shouldn't be difficult in reality for some people it is a condom that's got a silly design on it that says smart cookie or a banana skin that says slip one on or whatever and in a cute little box and in a cute little box it makes it more uh easy to approach and it's a conversation starter yeah you go huh you know which one would you like choose one from my tin yeah um (laughs) It makes that conversation a little bit easier and it also means that if someone needs to choose one that's a trimmer fit, they can do so without that being problematic for themselves. So there we go. Thank you very much. There is so much in there. Different things for different people. And different price points as well. I want to hold everything. Give them over here. (laughs) You say goodbye as I touch them. (laughs) I think if you ever manage to find something in there that you can't get for someone over Christmas, then more for you. The same can be said of my vagina. If you can't find something in there that pleases you this Christmas, then get out of my bedroom. you end a Christmas <laughs> chat. <laughs> what would you like to say? I don't know. Happy ho-ho-hoing? <laughs> hey. Hope someone comes down your chimney? Oh, tell us to stop it. <laughs> stop don't put it. anything up your chimney tell that doesn't have a flared it. base. Tell us stop it. Maybe <laughs> Jesus didn't die for this. I, I hope Father black. Christmas hey, enters his, emptied his sack Fair all over it. Would you like another <laughs> biscuit? I haven't had a biscuit yet. Right, I haven't even had a sip of my Prosecco. <laughs> Oh, thanks very much to Alex. Did you learn lots then? I learnt too much. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a bit giddy with all that information. Um, no, it was brilliant. And I believe she's joining us again soon. Yes, yeah. So we've got a little special Christmas episode where we're going to get pissed on boxed wine. Wow, boxed wine. <laughs> boxed wine, the very finest. I'll bring dips. <laughs> Thank you. My name's Bean Miranda Kane. And I am Bibi Lynch. Good Sex, Bad Sex was dragged into a difficult birth by Sam Bonham. (laughs) You are so nasty. (laughs) Join us next week for Good Sex, Bad Sex. (laughs) 